Grace and peace. This is the Beauty for Ashes broadcast. Call a friend, call a foe, and invite them to join us as we discover beauty in the ashes of life. I am none other than the Lady Phoenix. Listening audience, thank you for joining me. As always, I am excited to share the Word of God with you. Let us have a word of prayer and see what the Spirit of God has prepared for us. In the name of Jesus, I declare this word shall go forth unhindered, is sown on good ground, and a thousandfold harvest shall spring forth in the lives of all those listening. All for your glory, Father. Amen. Beloved ones, picture this. Ever since Adam and Eve first sinned, God began and continued to foretell all of mankind that a Savior would come and rescue us from our sins. They are, in fact, scattered throughout the entire Old Testament, just like puzzle pieces. In Revelations 19 and 10, the angel teaches John, for the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. Beloved, the testimony, the telling about Jesus Christ is the origin of prophecy or the telling beforehand. Amen. From the beginning, God's intent for prophecy was to assure of the Messiah's coming. These prophecies were written by men of God whom were only given a piece about the coming of the Messiah. Amen. 1 Peter 1 and 10, 1 Peter 1 and 10 says that concerning our salvation through Christ, the prophets inquired of God and searched diligently searching to know what or what manner of time that grace should come unto us. They prophesied things that angels desired to look into. Amen. 1 Corinthians 13, 9 through 10. 1 Corinthians 13, 9 and 10 says, For we know in part and we prophesy in part, but when that which is perfect, full, and whole is come, then that which is in part shall be done away with. Amen. There are more than 31,000 verses in the Bible. Tonight, we will open up our Bible box and smooth out some of those puzzle pieces and put them together for a full revelation of Jesus Christ. Our first prophecy piece is the prophecy of the rich man's grave. 
Isaiah 53 and 9. Isaiah 53 and 9 reads, And he, Jesus, made his grave with the wicked and with the rich in his death. 600 years before Jesus was born, God told the world how his son would be buried. Now, let's put this piece together with another one from the New Testament and prove that this verse indeed speaks of the Messiah. Matthew 27, 57 through 60. That's Matthew 27, 57 through 60. When the even was come, there was a rich man of Arimathea named Joseph, who also himself was Jesus' disciple. He went to Pilate and begged the body of Jesus. Then Pilate commanded the body to be delivered, and when Joseph had taken the body, he wrapped it in a clean linen cloth and laid it in his own new tomb, which he had hewn out in the rock, and he rolled a great stone to the door of the sepulcher and departed. When the Lord Jesus gave up his life on the cross, there were two criminals beside him. When all three had perished, they placed them in a small cave together. His grave was made with the wicked. But when Joseph of Arimathea was granted the Lord's body, it was placed in a new tomb. No, Jesus Christ was not buried in an old borrowed tomb. He indeed was placed in the wealthy part of the cemetery. Thus, with the rich, he made his grave. Amen. Our second piece of prophecy is the prophecy of riding through Jerusalem. Zechariah 9 and 9. Zechariah 9 and 9 reads, Rejoice greatly, O daughter of Zion. Shout, O daughter of Jerusalem. Behold, your king cometh to you. He is just and having salvation, lowly and riding upon an ass, and upon a colt, the foal of an ass. Now, Let's find the New Testament match. Matthew 21, 1 through 9. Matthew 21, 1 through 9. And when they drew nigh unto Jerusalem and were come unto Bethphage, unto the Mount of Olives, then sent Jesus two disciples, saying unto them, Go into the village over against you, and straightway you shall find an ass tied and a colt with her. Loose them. Bring them unto me, and if any man say aught unto you, you shall say, The Lord has need of them. That's right, beloved. The Lord has need of you. Answer the call of God. All will be well. Amen? And straightway he will send them. And the disciples went and did as Jesus commanded them, and brought the ass and the colt and put on them their clothes, and they set Jesus thereon. And a very great multitude spread their garments in the way. Others cut down branches from the trees and strawed them in the way. And the multitudes that went before and that followed cried, saying, Hosanna to the son of David. Blessed is he that comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. Now, let's take a look at Zechariah 9 again. If you're reading your Bible, you'll notice that the K in the word king is capitalized. Proper names and important places are always capitalized to refer to someone specific. Amen. The prophet Zechariah says, this capital K king has salvation. Jesus Christ only has immortality. Amen. So we see 
that Matthew 21 is indeed the fulfillment of this prophecy. This is the Beauty for Ashes broadcast with the Lady Phoenix. Our third piece of prophecy is that of betrayal by a friend. Psalms 41 and 9. Psalms 41 and 9 reads, Yea, mine own familiar friend in whom I trusted, which did eat of my bread, has lifted up his heel against me. This particular psalm is a psalm written by David. And as a prophet, priest, and king, David was speaking under the unction of the Holy Spirit. The match for this piece is John 20 and 25. John 20 and 25. And it reads, Now when the even was come, he sat down with the twelve, and as they did eat, he said, Verily I say unto you, that one of you shall betray me. And they were exceedingly sorrowful, and began every one of them to say unto the Lord, Is it I? And he answered and said, He that dip his hand with me in the dish, the same shall betray me. The Son of Man goeth as it is written of him. But woe unto that man by whom the Son of Man is betrayed. It had been better for that man if he had not been born. Then Judas, which betrayed him, answered and said, Master, is it I? Jesus said unto him, Thou hast said. Beloved, understand, there were thousands of people who followed Jesus, but Judas Iscariot was one of the twelve. Hmm, how about that? His own familiar friend in whom he trusted. In John 15, Jesus tells the disciples, You are my friends. Judas Iscariot, one whom he called friend, betrayed him to his enemies. Prophecy Fulfilled. This is the Lady Phoenix, and you're listening to the Beauty for Ashes broadcast. Our next piece of prophecy is the prophecy of Egypt. Our Old Testament scripture is Hosea 11 and 1. Hosea 11 and 1. When Israel was a child, then I loved him. Then, even then, I loved him and called my son out of Egypt. Amen. The New Testament match is Matthew 2, 12 through 15. Matthew chapter 2, verses 12 through 15. And it reads, And being warned of God in a dream that they should not return to Herod, they departed into their own country another way. And when they were departed, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream, saying, Arise! And take the young child and his mother, and flee into Egypt, and be thou there until I bring thee word. For Herod will seek the young child to destroy him. When he arose, he took the young child and his mother by night and departed into Egypt, and was there until the death of Herod, that it might be fulfilled which was spoken of the Lord by the prophet, saying, Out of Egypt have I called my son. Amen. This prophecy is a perfect example of the Bible confirming, proving, and defending itself. Our final prophecy piece for the night is the Bethlehemic prophecy. Let's turn to Micah 5 and 2. Micah 5 and 2 reads, But thou, Bethlehem Ephratah, though thou be little among the thousands of Judah, yet out of thee shall come forth unto me, he that is to be ruler of Israel, 
whose going forth have been from old, from everlasting. John 1.1, my favorite scripture states that in the beginning, from before the start of anything was the word and the word Jesus Christ was with God and the word was God. Psalm 90 and 2 confesses before the mountains were brought forth or ever thou had formed the earth and the world, even from everlasting to everlasting, thou art God. Amen. That's good stuff right there. Now, the fulfillment of this prophecy is found in the New Testament. Matthew chapter 2, verses 1 and 2. Matthew 2, verses 1 and 2. Now, when Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of Herod the king, behold, there came wise men from the east to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he that is born king of the Jews? For we have seen his star in the east and are come to worship him. Amen. Amen. Prophecy fulfilled. Well, beloved, it is finished. The puzzle is complete. I hope our time together has inspired you to continue to search the scriptures for yourself and piece together more prophecies fulfilled. And please feel free to share them on our Facebook page, The Lady Phoenix Ministry, via email, the Lady Phoenix Ministry at yahoo.com, or directly with me at 404 734 2267. This is The Lady Phoenix. Listening audience, thank you for gracing me with your presence. I pray the Lord crown you with his goodness on today. Meet me here again next week as we discover beauty in the ashes of life. Yeah.